0: Hello, my name is Yakat and here I am with another podcast and this time I will be uh, talking about the anti-money laundering update. As we all know, updated anti-money laundering and counter-terrorist financing guidance for the accountancy sector was issued by the CCAB on 17th of May 2022. This has at long last been approved by HM Treasury and so replaces the previous draft version, which was issued back in 2020. In addition to this guidance itself, the CCAB has also issued updated versions of the supplementary guidance for tax practitioners and the appendix with guidance for insolvency practitioners together with some explanatory notes summarizing that what has changed. So, let's look into the main changes. The time frame to report PSC discrepancies has been reduced to 15 working days. Previously was announced as 30 days. This means that a business has the opportunity to discuss the potential discrepancy with the client to establish whether an inadvertent error has been made and will be corrected without any delay and the outcome of any such discussions with the client will allow the businesses to conclude whether a material discrepancy exists and is reportable or not. What they have also done is they have strengthened some wording from should to must uh, for the, for some of the requirements. So the first one is the firm must consider the supervisory authority risk assessment when conducting their own firm-wide risk assessment. Businesses must consider the money laundering and terrorist financing uh, vulnerabilities of any new products or services or before any new ways of working uh, are implemented and amend the firm-wide risk assessment and any responses as appropriate. A very, very relevant change given the move to hybrid working in in many of the firms. The third one is businesses must consider the skills, knowledge, expertise, conduct, and integrity of all the relevant employees, uh, both before and during their appointments. The couple of other must changes are the firms set aside the simplified due diligence when higher risk factors appear, so client not low risk. For example, any additional circumstances for when the simplified due diligence provisions must be set aside, uh, for example, veracity or accuracy of documents suspicion of money laundering terrorist financing or where the business no longer consider that there is a low risk of money laundering or terrorist financing in these type of situations the firms must set aside the simplified due diligence appropriate risk management systems and procedures must be put in place to determine whether potential clients or their beneficial owners who are politically exposed persons or family members or known close associates of uh, politically exposed persons. Trust registration. Now, the Trust Registration Service was introduced by the Money Laundering Regulations 2017 and was initially concerned with both UK and non-UK express trusts that were liable to pay relevant UK taxes. Now, this scope, Has been extended to include UK plus non UK that trusts that do not pay relevant UK tax, i.e., the non taxable trusts. The deadline for registering non-taxable trust that existed on 6th of October 2020 is now 1st of September 2022, it previously being on 10th of March 2022. Whereas the non-taxable trust created after 6th of October 2020 must register within 90 days of being created or otherwise becoming registrable or by 1st of September 2022, whichever is later. The taxable trust must register within 90 days of the trust becoming liable uh, for tax by 1st of September 2022 uh, and whichever is later. So the few changes to the uh, trust registration. The Accountancy AML Supervisory Group, which comprises all of the accountancy professional bodies such as ICAW, COT, ACC, etc., issued an updated risk outlook earlier this year. Okay, a couple of things to highlight. The accountancy services considered most at risk of exploitation. Uh, continue to be where the firm is providing company formation or termination, uh, mainstream accounting services, and the payroll services to the clients. Key changes to the red flags, risks compared to the January 2021 risk outlook. These are new clients seeking anonymity, new clients where the professional advisor was not a comparably sized firm either it was too small firm or too big firm so you are wondering why they left previous advisors and why they come to us payroll services insider threat of tax okay insider risk refers to those members of staff within an organization who may be providing or who can provide a function that enables the tax evasion, this may be complicit or non-complicit. So what the gist of this is that all firms must regularly review their firm-wide risk assessment and tailor their AML policies and procedures to address any changes in the risks identified as being relevant to a particular service line or decline. New measures been put in place the Economic Crime Transparency and Enforcement Act 2022. This has received royal assent in March and introduces a number of measures aimed at fighting economic crime. These include a register of beneficial ownership for overseas entities. Those are holding an interest in the UK property, i.e. real estate, needs to be maintained. A strengthening of unexplained wealth orders, and in particular, reducing the national crime agency's exposures uh, to the uh, legal cost, Okay, and making it easier to prosecute anyone involved in the breaches of sanctions. For this point, the government announced, if you remember, on 4th of May, that Russian businesses have been banned from using UK accountants and other professional services, including management consulting uh, in the latest update to the sanctions. So this point is particularly topical given uh, the current sanction situation with Russia. It is Therefore, extremely vital that all the firms, if they have not already done so, review their client list to identify any Russian businesses or clients with connections to Russia, Russian-based uh, businesses or individuals so the position regarding sanctions can be accessed. As a consequence, a fine is now far more likely to be issued where a firm is party to uh, breach of these sanctions. There is a change uh, in the high-risk countries list. Okay, specified in Schedule 3ZA to the 2017 Money Laundering Regulations. There are now total 25 countries, 25, 26 countries in the list. Okay, where there are uh, the list. May it's absolutely clear that which new countries have been uh, uh, added to the list. So enhanced due diligence is required where any client is established in a high-risk third country, and for these purposes, established in a high-risk third country uh, means being incorporated or having its principal place of business uh, there in the high-risk third country. For most of the UK firm, it is unlikely that they will have a client established in high uh, risk third country. A more likely scenario for the UK-based client firms would be that a UK-based client will have customers or suppliers that are based in a high-risk third country. If that is the case, as the connection to high-risk third country is one step removed from the accounting firm, that the CN to apply enhanced due diligence will be risk-based rather than being a requirement of the regulations. However, having said that, This is an important distinction because the senior management approval is required by the regulations to commence or continue a business relationship uh, with a client establishing high risk third country list uh, within the uh, money laundering regulations. However, such approval is not required when the client is assessed as high-risk because it undertakes transactions with a high-risk third country listed on that Schedule 3ZA, but which is established elsewhere. So the distinction is quite important, whether your client has just got the links to the high-risk countries, like customers and suppliers, or whether they are dealing with someone who has established in the high-risk uh, countries there. So just to summarise, from 1st of September 2022, we report errors on PSC register for all the clients. Okay, the number of days are going to be 15. Okay, as opposed to 30, we also need to maintain register of overseas entities owning property, on owning UK property, and to include in the reporting requirement, and. The firm's needs a proliferation financing risk assessment. And remember that MLTF, which is the Money Laundering Terrorist Financing Act, it becomes MLTFPF. so they have added proliferation financing within the regulations. Okay, proliferation financing is the act of providing funds or financial services for use in a whole or in part in the manufacture, acquisition, development, export, transshipment, brokering, transport, Transfer, stockpiling of, otherwise in connection with the possession or use of the chemical, biological, uh, radiological, or any nuclear weapons. So, what is most important here is that firm-wide risk assessment going forward needs to be updated to make sure if we are dealing with those type of clients, with fall within these uh, categories, uh, then we then we uh, appropriately assess the risk and there are appropriate customer due diligence procedures are in place. So uh, this was the AML update. Uh, We thought it would be useful if we uh, highlight these changes uh, which has been made since 2020. 2020. Uh, This got approved on in May 2022. Hope you will find it useful. If your firm needs a full anti-money laundering update course or indeed a money laundering compliance review in order to ensure that you are complying with the uh, latest money laundering regulations then please get in touch and to book those visits or courses thank you very much for uh, listening and i will be back soon with another exciting podcast bye for now